Hey guys, do me a big quick favor before we actually start a review for Ambulance. I have Alex here with me. But go over to Good Pods, go over to Spotify, go over to Apple Podcasts, rate us over there. Also, too, guys, this might actually change into a spoiler review, just letting you guys know. So I know in the details it says no spoilers, but you know what? I figured since I have company with me tonight, we're going to spoil this movie just because it's a fun film. I enjoy this film a lot. So in the I'm going to edit, edit this out later on to where it's going to be a spoiler review instead of a non-spoiler review. So with further ado, let's go on ahead, get on with this review. And here we are. It cuts. <laughs> it cuts yeah. too early every time. I don't understand why I can't time it right like just always a look a couple seconds too too late sorry man sorry but anyways guys like i said we're gonna be throwing in this bayham film that we just that i witnessed yesterday i think you saw this today right i saw this a couple days ago actually okay so basically it's about the about these two guys one of them is actually played by yaha mateen the second and then you also have Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie. And the one thing I have to say is this. You feel for Yaya Mateen's character because of the fact that, you know, he's a war veteran. He's someone that is trying to provide for his family. And, of course, he can't provide for his family through this experimental operation. Because of the exper- experimental operation and everything, he can't f- have the money. The insurance won't pay for it or anything like that for his kid. So you actually have that emotional draw to it. Then you also have Jake Gyllenhaal, who comes into it like less than 10 minutes into the film, and he's supposed to help Yaya Mateen uh, with a job. And so anyways, you wind up seeing Yaya. He goes on ahead. He goes into the building. He winds up meeting with his brother, Danny. And also, too, I just want to point this out. Yaya Mateen's character's name is named Will. And basically, he goes up into the thing. Uh, up into his business, up into uh, up into Danny's business, and he, he basically said, "Look, man, I need at least thirty-two uh, mil or more." And you, you can definitely tell that he, that he basically is doing good for himself. You see all these classic cars, you see a bunch of stuff. You have it makes it look like that he's working on a racetrack in a sense with all these cars that he has. Mm-hmm. So you think that's like a legit business on what he's doing, and all of a sudden he's like. Yeah, I could use you for a job. And basically, he's thrown in this in like less than five minutes out of his day. And he's asking for money, money and everything. And so basically what winds up happening is this. He winds up having to go on a on a heist. But before that happens, we wind up seeing another thing that winds up happening though, with as a uh Isa Gonzalez's character who plays Cam Thompson. And what I like about her character is this. She arrives on the scene, this little girl named Lindsay. She's trying to basically get her out of the car. And she tells her to be strong. It's going to be okay. Even though sometimes out of these circumstances that she doesn't know if she's going to be okay or not. By the way, I am actually dedicating this to the EMTs and hospital staff and stuff like that who have to witness this uh, kind of stuff on a day-to-day basis. So they have to go through a lot of stuff. But what Cam does is this. Basically, once she's done uh, helping the victims and everything, she walks away from the hospital, not a care in the world. But here's the thing. She doesn't want to be attached to these people because of the fact if they don't survive, that's a lot of responsibility on her. And she's going to wind up being in disarray for the next accident or something that they have to go through. So she doesn't, can't have that lingering in the back of her head either. So I definitely like that. Michael Bay definitely did a good job at setting her character up. And then, of course, you wind up seeing her partner, who is also a, uh, basically he's just a rookie and everything, too. And, yeah, I thought this was really good. What did you think? Uh, well, definitely with, like, as soon as the movie starts, it, it immediately caught me off guard with how violent it was going to be. Like, I knew it was rated R for, you know, violence and cursing <laughs> and all that. But I didn't think they were going to go all in with the gore. And blood and all that. And we get the a taste of that when it's focused on Cam rescuing that little girl. And I'm just like, oh, okay. You know, she's just going to be trapped in the car and bleeding. That's what I was expecting. Then it shows her mm-hmm. impaled with this iron bar. I'm like, oh, no. 
And I'm not going <laughs> to lie. When she was like talking to the little girl and she's like, look, look me in the eyes, hold my hand. You know, she's going through that whole process. I, I, I teared up. I legit teared up. I was like, look at her, look at her being so helpful. And so like, she's like a superhero to this little girl. And that was an adorable scene when they were finally able to get her out. And then how she was immediately able to just switch it off. As soon as they dropped her off at the hospital, he was like, let's get enchiladas. Oh <laughs> and then I like how the, her partner's like, wait, enchiladas? You want, the last what about thing the girl? I want after rescuing <laughs> a child from being impaled is enchiladas. I don't know. Oh, maybe not. I love enchiladas, but I like, I like fajitas though. I'm a fajitas guy, but you <laughs> know, <laughs> this is now a review about fajitas and enchiladas. <laughs> no, and but, this uh, review will be coming out on taco Tuesday. Just letting everybody know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I liked how it starts her off just being a brick wall. Like she's emotionless. Like, cause like eventually, yeah, you, you become numb to everything you you see i assume at least on the job as an emt like all the violence all the blood all the people that must have died under her care like eventually like you have to become numb to it to protect yourself that's just how people respond to that thing and i thought it was great of um aza gonzalez to portray that aspect and i just love how she does can's character arc throughout the movie and how she just slowly regains her her humanity i thought that was a Awesome touch. And then uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen as Will Sharp. I immediately... Character, it's easy to to root for, to support. Like, war vet that's just being taken advantage of by society. Like, unfortunately, that's America for you. Thanks for serving our country. We're not going to mm-hmm. do anything for you. And also... That's American basically what he says, too. That's basically what he says in the movie, too. Yeah. It was like, I, I I gave my life for y'all and y'all do nothing in return. Like, yep, that's the American way, unfortunately. American military and healthcare, we got your back. Way <laughs> back. So, uh, I was so sad for him. And when he went to, uh, he was like, oh, all right, honey, I'm going to go interview for that job. I'm like, no, you're not. You're going to go to your Jake Gyllenhaal brother. <laughs> and uh, that's the thing. I, I knew he was like, hey, I, I need a $200,000 loan. He's like, how about more? And I'm like, uh-oh. No, <laughs> never never ask your criminal family for for a loan because they're going to have you earn that loan. It, uh, it puts, him in a, puts him in a hard place because he totally could have avoided this whole situation. But at the same time, I understand like his character is desperate and you know, I think, I think his wife or either his wife or his baby is dying. They need, they need an, operation. I think it's the baby though. I'm pretty sure oh. it's the baby. Oh, but... And even more so <laughs> someone would just, they're so desperate that like rational thought just go out the window. You want to do it. Reminds me of John Q with Denzel. If you yeah, think about exactly. it, you held but... the hospital hostage. Yeah. But the, the, I, I loved how uh, Martin, showed how desperate he was as a man and then we'll get into jake gyllenhaal later but he's pretty entertaining too i really love that that setup for the heist and i think the brother uh, here's the thing when it comes down to brothers relationships in some movies i don't believe it don't get me wrong four brothers they did a good job mighty train they did a good job but there are just some movies that where you don't believe that there are brothers but this one you can see the brother relationship with this one yeah, and especially when they go back into time, whenever turning uh, some flashbacks and stuff like that of him and Jake Gyllenhaal, basically their or Jake Gyllenhaal's character winds up being an orphan. So they or Will wasn't it Will that was the orphan? Will Will, Will was the orphan, yeah. and then Danny yeah. brought him in. Right, Will was the orphan. Danny brought him in. So now you have that closeness and that bond where two bro- where about two brothers. But you can tell that Will was not up for this. He was not expecting it because he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? I just wanted I just wanted to see about getting him some money, getting a job, and that's it. I didn't want this to happen. And he's like, well, why do you want – why would you settle for this when you can get more? And next thing you know it, he winds up, you know, doing this bank job. And I like how at first you're not sure how where this is going because of the fact that you see the cops outside of the bank. You wind up seeing the ambulance drivers. So you're not 100% sure what's how this ties into anything to give it more of a cohesive atmosphere or anything like that. 
Yeah. So you're wondering how all these characters dive up. Also, too, you're introduced to Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, team, and the team sucks. The crew, <laughs> the crew is pretty much out for themselves. They don't care. They don't. All they care about is their own motivations and forget about Danny and what he wants them to do. Because mm-hmm. they all know they're going to get rich from this operation, but at the same time, you know they're 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 stupid. They're just basic stupid people that he hired, which makes sense because of the fact that if I'm going to take all this money, I'm not going to let anybody else take it. So therefore, I'm going to hire the most stupidest people that I'm going to hire. I want I want to hire people competent enough to do the job, but also not as intelligent, not as um or intelligent. I want them as expendable as possible. So if I lose them, it's just like, eh, which is, was kind of the case as we soon find out. Right. In that case, Danny did a good job of setting it up on that end. And then you even have that one dude who has like, who's wearing sandals to a, to a bank heist. <laughs> and then also too, you also have some references to Michael Bay though, too, with movies that he's done. Yeah. And also to his, the two cops are over there. goes, Let's come out of the car, cop cars like bad boys. He goes, what about The Rock? Yeah, The Rock used to be a wrestler. No, the movie The Rock. I'm like, okay, though you're getting meta. Now you're getting into making references okay. about your own movie and make, making yourself look more important. Okay, I got Remember, you, Michael. I made these movies too. Right, thank you, Michael Bay. I forgot. <laughs> but then you see the cop go in there, uh, try and hit on this one girl. Because he winds up liking her. And you didn't realize how quick uh, Danny actually moved into the bank. Like, it's very quick. Yeah. On how he it's, moved in. Because it, quick. Yeah, fast. And I thought that was kind of ironic because I'm like, okay, they didn't really show us anything on how he took the bank over. It's like, oh, all of a sudden, he's in a suit, uh, sharp dressed and everything. And he winds up letting the cop in. And then we wind up seeing... Uh, the cop come in trying to talk to the girl and the girl's over there crying. He's like, wait, what's going on? And he's also a rookie too, who just like got hired her on. Name. Like Her name is like different than what uh, Danny told him her name yeah, was. Yeah, the last name. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, got him. He goes, yeah, I lied about her last name. <laughs> I messed that up, didn't I? Sorry. Oh, and when they took him hostage and then just everything started to fall apart my god is i was like all right let's let's see how uh cool and this uh crew that he set up is oh they're gone <laughs> what was the deal with and then that, that nc was ncis is that that group i thought it was like a rival gang or something yeah so, captain monroe's team who's been investigating danny and them for a while it looks like yeah, they were. They were I think think they were they, something, and I kept hearing NCIS. I'm probably very. I think wrong. they're NCIS or somewhere around that line, because if you remember, he's like, "Well, we've been investigating these guys for a while, mm. and everything, and so we're going to go on ahead and basically we don't let them rob the bank. We don't go in whenever they're robbing the banks. We wait until they leave, because if they leave, there won't be anybody that dies." Well, <laughs> and that's Captain Monroe's team that they that he winds up having. That and I like how they actually call him out. And he goes, "Well, way to go! A lot of people died out on the streets today." Yeah, it's, uh, immediately everyone died. I was like, "Well, that was either poor writing or it was just supposed to be ironic." <laughs> well, with a Michael Bay film, you have to expect. The expe- unexpected or the expected whenever it comes down to Michael yeah. Bay film. Expects the expected. You know? Michael Bay. Right. And, you know, I feel like this, though, too. I thought, even though we didn't spend that, many time, that much time with the co- two cops, I believe that those two were great partners and that partner cared for them. Yeah, I wanted to see more of them together. Like you, you get little glimpse and you see how much his partner cares about him, but I was like, you know, I would have liked to have seen a couple more scenes with them. Maybe him trying to call his partner while he's on the ambulance later on, and 
you know, just a little, little bit more because I, I liked that relationship. I wanted that to be explored just to, just the taints, just the taints, not too much. Same here as well. And then, like I said before, you wind up, ha- and then of course, you wind up having Will who winds up shooting Zach in the chest like two times. And then, of course, that's whenever they have to go ahead and try and figure out a way out of there. And then finally, they wind up stealing the ambulance. They wind up throwing the partner of of uh, cams out of there, and then we wind up seeing them take over the ambulance and get they get out of there. And now they're on a high speed chase through Los Angeles. And I thought that the camera angles were really quick cut. It also makes you feel like you're on the back of the ambulance. You also feel claustrophobic though too because how closed in you are in this ambulance ride, and you're also hitting bumps. And the cameras also. Looking like that, it's hitting bumps though too. And I know you said you got motion sickness from this. Yeah, th- this movie kind of messed me up. I thought it was from the popcorn I was eating because you know I haven't had popcorn in a while. I'm trying to cut back on carbs, so I'm like, okay, this is what I get for having a cheat day with popcorn. <laughs> but no, other people had the same issue with this. The jump cuts, there were there are so many jump cuts, like back to back. Like he couldn't, Michael Bay could not focus on a character for more than two seconds it was just like that flash 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 and i was i was getting headaches and and then the and then the drone camera shots that i, he, I heard he used a lot he was that was just like, uh, i was i was at one point in the movie i was just praying i'm like please lord please don't let me throw up in this theater and embarrass <laughs> myself i just i just bought a new outfit i don't want to ruin it i i just popcorn's expensive i don't want it all coming out that's a waste of money <laughs> It was, and you have to explain was, to your wife why you're cheating on your diet because you yeah. had pop, because you threw <laughs> up popcorn, and that's just a bad situation. It's, it's but, all bad. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, though, I mean, I like the. I I didn't get sick off of this film, to be honest with you. But as far as the runtime goes, it's two hours. I feel like they could have cut out mm-hmm. of this film because I felt the runtime for this. Yeah. And normally, I don't feel runtimes when it comes down to some action films and stuff like that. With this one, I'm like, okay, are they going to run out of gas soon or what? Because it's, it's, right. But, you know, you have to expect the ridiculousness of Michael Bay when it comes down to certain films. And I like how, also too, I also liked how Danny and Will are both trying to figure out how they're going to get out of the situation. Of course, Danny has this brilliant idea of calling up the Mexican cartel people. That's what I'm calling them, are these Mexican gangsters uh, and everything, too. And the guy's like, yeah, I can do that, man. That won't be a problem. That won't be a problem at all. I just need about uh, 200K from you or something like that. I'm just going I'm, – I forgot how much the actual money was. You wanted like half. I think they had – I think they were able to get $16 million on. They were going to give them like eight. Yeah, yeah like $8 million. So, of course, they're getting, he goes, look, we don't need no C4. We don't need none of this. All we need is just a quick getaway, and that's it. They're packing up the damn lowriders with a Gatling gun. <laughs> Gatling gun, all the C4. I was like, that's, that's the opposite of what I asked you to do. <laughs> but, no, they go all out, even with remote control lowrider car. Dude, that yeah, also that reminds me of something from Desperado. Right. Okay. It's I, like, uh, okay, yeah. I, I was just saying, like, yeah, I it, this movie was just so over the top with the action. And like you said, it, with the runtime, I think it could have been cut down. And my, my issue with this movie, one of my issues with this movie is, like, because it's two hours long, but it's, like, constantly up here with the action. So the whole time my heart is just attacking me. And I was just like, I, I would like a little bit in the middle, like five 10 minutes of just chill. Like everyone's just calming down. They're coming up with a strategy or something where I can just catch my breath, you know, or even when, or even the, when they like meet with the, the cartel gang and there's a little bit of calm, like I knew something was about to pop up. I'm, my shoulders are still tense. I, I just needed like a few minutes to just get my breath. This, it was just up here for too long. To be honest with you, I wish that they would actually went back to the police captain mm. a little bit and show some strategy work with the police captain and stuff like that on how they would actually take down the, this ambulance and everything, too. But we don't get that. We see this 
other FBI agent in this car, and she's basically trying to uh, just follow the ambulance and everything for this ride. Mm-hmm. Then also, too, Catherine Monroe's people are also doing something else, though, too. They're actually... What, matter of fact, the the police partner of Zach's winds up stealing, uh, winds up taking Captain Monroe's dog on an accident. And that happens to be like a little joke that Michael Bay's trying to throw in. And it's just not landing. The humor for me didn't really land that well when it came down. Yeah, it was just kind of thrown in at awkward moments. And it, it, it would get me to pause. I'd be like, wait, what? Why would you say that right now? Though I did love that dog. Did you know the, the when um when the uh, what part was it when the the partner was chasing the car and he was getting he's getting shot at for a little bit and he found out the dog was in yeah. the back when they're showing the side of the car where the dog is you can clearly see the animal handler in the back seat with the dog like I totally I didn't saw notice like his hands like guiding the dog <laughs> uh, I was like I caught that uh oh. <laughs> That's not supposed to be I didn't even see there. that. You were noticing more details than I did. I, I, I was so glued into the action that I didn't even see that. So oh, that's actually like, pretty cool. A hand? The dog has human hands. How? But um <laughs> I but I did I did like uh about, about the car chase, the whole chasing is how they got into the tactics of a high speed chase, especially when it was focusing on uh you said Captain Moreau's his name, the NCIS guy. Yeah. Yeah, Captain Monroe. He was just talking about how exactly they're going to try to box him in. All right, we're going to make him feel panicked. We're going to drive up on both sides of him so they feel like they have no way to go. They're surrounded, you know, just all all these different things. I don't know if that's exactly how police do it in real life, but it was cool getting the that side of it, the tactical side of the car chase. I do like the tactical side of it. Yeah, got me more into the world. Yeah, I I love that whole thing with Captain Monroe and his team and stuff like that. But then, you know, you're thinking that this whole entire team is actually going to survive this. It's like nobody survives the ambulance movie at all. No, it takes. Which I find really funny. Everyone is dying. There's so many deaths in this movie. So I was like, no, we know we we're trying to make it so no one dies. I'm like, well. There was 5,000 explosions within three minutes. So someone's dead. At least four people. Exactly. Um, what else would you say was some of the other things that you enjoyed about it, though, too? I need to talk about that surgery scene. That was crazy. When yeah. the cop just started bleeding, and they're like, oh, my God, we got to perform surgery. And I was, in my mind, I already, at this point, I already forgot about the little girl being impaled. So I was like, oh, I'm expecting them to just like slightly, the camera to slightly hover over their hands where you can see them doing something to him, but probably see some blood. But, well, they started, they showed them cutting him open with scissors and just prying him open. It was like a zombie Mm -hmm. movie and then pulling out his intestines. And I was like, oh, they're like, slow down. You need to slow down. Well, another thing, though, too, that I was on the edge of my seat with that, though. I mean, I, I thought the special effects for that was cool to actually see that. And then also, too, usually seeing stuff like that ends up bothering me in my stomach. Mom's like, my mom was always picking on me. She goes, oh, sure. You watch horror movies all the time with people pulling out each other's hearts and stuff like that. But you can't watch something with surgery or anything. I said, because that's fake. Surgery is real. It's more and real, stuff like yeah. that. But with this, I like how they, he uses the realism with it. He does use some realism. And then also, too, she's an EMT. She has no business even performing surgery. Even They even said that. Even the surgeons say that on uh, on their live feed. She's look, I'm a hostage. I have no choice but to perform this surgery. And so, anyways, they try to guide her into the surgery process. And, you know... They're out on the golf course. Everybody's enjoying their days off and everything, and they're having to go ahead and try to talk. (laughs) Then all of a sudden, you have three surgeons playing golf and everything, and they come over there on Skype, and they're trying to talk her through it. She also has the vitals showing underneath it. And then 
you know, all of a sudden her camera cuts off. And it's like, oh, is this going to, what's going to happen? And also, too, they said, and this is another thing. You be careful with the artery or else it's going to burst. Oh, it was the spleen. And I'm like, mm. it was the spleen. And the spleen, the spleen, thank you. Like, she's just like, okay, it's, taking the bullet out. I, I see the bullet. Uh, I'm like, no! I screamed out loud. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no! I did too. Like, <laughs> it was just like, oh, the worst possible. She she totally jinxed herself. Got it. <laughs> because, I'm, I'm, you know what, though? I thought, oh my, well, she should have gotten something besides her fingers to get that bullet out. It's not yeah. like you're doing tech work on a computer. It's like, oh, I got I got the wire out. No. Use some buy strips, or I mean, I don't know that she has buy strips on EMTs. I don't know anything about EMTs. I'm not actually telling EMTs what to do. Um, but you know, I thought that she would actually have something there to help her get that out. But I also like how Will is calm and collect though too. He's like, "Look, you can do this. You got this, and everything. Don't worry about anything. You got it." And so, yeah. Well, and all of a sudden, you see it burst. Yeah, the guy wakes up. He wakes up with their hands up. in him. And I, I, oh, I was freaking out this scene. Like, you need to calm down. Your hands are inside mine. <laughs> like, I totally I get Like, I can't even imagine, like, the pain he must have, like, someone would feel to have your stomach open. Like, that can't feel good. No, oh. definitely not. I'm like, oh, my God. And I, you know what, though? I was like, I was like this. I'm like... I actually said what TF WTF inside the theater out loud whenever it burst. <laughs> and everybody's just, <laughs> me too. <laughs> everybody's like looking around. I'm like, oops. That was a, sorry. That was a jump scare for me. I I spilled some popcorn at that point. <laughs> like, and then she gets well after she gets done with that, she has a hair clip to hold the spleen in place so the way he doesn't bleed to death. Let's clips it. So AIO. Adapt, improvise, overcome. Do you think you know what? I could just see us as. A... <laughs> I wonder huh? after this movie, the cop just keeps the hair clip in her, in him. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, because I'm glad I wasn't the only one that was thinking that. Like, so they're going to the hospital. Um, do they keep that hair clip in? What, what's what's the, what deal the hair she, clip? What if she had lice, and the lice are now inside his body? Do lice would the lice eat you? Emblems two just became a sci-fi movie. (laughs) Or would they just burn with the stomach? Is there any doctors or something watching? What would happen if lice was just on your spleen? (laughs) That can't be good. No, that's definitely not good. It's probably not. You thought you had problems before with the bullets. Just wait until you have lice inside your body. Inside your lice. Yeah, not good. But I'm glad I wasn't the only one that was thinking that, too, because I'm like, because I was actually doing that, too. I'm like, what happens if, during surgery? Do they just keep that in there? Or it's like, it's okay, dude. It's fine. You, you're going to be like, fine. Just in that hair clip it. Right. You can get it out if you want us to. <laughs> but really, this is what's actually helping you save your life. But it's up to you. It's a 50-50 chance. If you want to take it out, <laughs> the, the thing that's keeping you walking, just sure. But now, you know how I said about the humor just didn't land, but I loved whenever they were playing that song Ceiling with Jake Gyllenhaal and them. And then also, too, you have Monroe's people listening to what they're listening to. Like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> and and I loved it. I loved how Jake Gyllenhaal and him are, he goes, look, music comes to my nerves. It comes to my nerves. And Damn, so... <laughs> And I like how they're really into it because the, and the, because they're singing. And then you hear, see, uh, Cam, it goes over to Cam in the back. And she's hearing them uh, sing. And she's like, what the hell is going on? They're going to kill us all. These monsters. I, and this is what she said. These are psychos. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I've, I want to mention, I love Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie. He Me too. was 
so trippy. He was like super poised and confident, but then like on a dime, he would just become like, ah! just, he'll just start freaking out. And so, like, I don't know what his mind is like. Wait, like, I don't know what he's about to do. I don't know what he's. I think ever since of. he played in Spider-Man, he's on a different level on a different playing field. Ever since he played in Spider-Man, it did something to him. <laughs> Being Mysterio and dying in one universe. This is, this is, this is in the MCU ambulance. This is an alternate universe where Mysterio is really just, <laughs> A bank robber who loses, who just freaks out. But Jake Gyllenhaal just, I, ah, he just had me on edge the whole time. Like, it's like, is he a good guy? Because he doesn't want to kill people. But is he a bad guy? Is he like super crazy? Like, he, he, he might snap and murder someone, but at the same time, he's real like thoughtful and methodic on like what he's trying to do. So I, I couldn't read him, and that that kept me on edge. And I liked, I liked that about his character. Um, go back to what you were saying, though. Uh, I was just saying how much Jake Gyllenhaal was great. I, I, yeah. I, I loved how he was able to just switch back and forth between crazy and methodical. I confident. Guess. I think that. I think yeah, that's, I, I think that's to be honest with you, he was confident. Jake was actually confident in this film, walking around like he owns the place and stuff like. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I really thought he had great charisma in this film. To the point where you believe that this guy has been doing bank robberies for a long time and has, he followed his dad's footsteps. Also, yeah. too, you actually have another guy who's an FBI agent, Asen Clark is actually his name. And I like, like that character because of the fact that now you have a connectivity with uh, Danny and Will because they grew mm-hmm. up together. And it goes into Danny's life of the fact he goes, well, why didn't Danny... Uh, what happened with Danny? Why 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 is Danny the loose cannon? He's like, well, he tried to do what I was doing. It just didn't pan out for him, so he dropped out. I followed in his dad's footsteps. Yeah. He he so, was studying us. I thought that was cool. <laughs> I I that's one thing I, I would have liked to have seen actually seen in the movie is like his dad. Like they kept talking about how psychotic the dad of the brothers were, but they, you know, it's just one of those things where it's just like, it does, it's doing a lot of telling, but not showing. And it's like, you're supposed to show me. No, don't tell me. He is. That was like, show me like flashbacks of his dad murdering people. Like they said he would, or like what kind of criminal he was. Like, I wanted to see a lot more of that. Cause you know, that, that was an interesting part of the story. I was like, Oh, well, yeah. What's like, these two brothers are really close that if their dad's like a psycho, there's probably something important from their childhood that really bonded them together in defiance to their dad. Cause even though Danny kind of fell, fell down the same foot footsteps, he uh, still knew that his dad wasn't what he wants to be. So like, like I, I would have liked to have seen like some actor come out as his dad, show us, the psychotic side. That's who I thought the leader of the the gang was that helped them was at first. I thought that was their dad. Which I was like, oh, that makes sense. He seems to be more bloodthirsty. So that, that's their dad. But then he said, oh, I was a friend of your dad's. And I was like, oh, well, lame. Why wasn't his dad? You know, I was thinking that maybe they might show his dad like in a flashback or something like that to give us some more context behind how crazy he is and everything too. Because I was thinking to myself, well, maybe his dad's dead. And if his dad is dead, just show us in a flashback of his dad, some representation of who is, who his dad is to give us that level of craziness that they've been telling us about and everything too, because that's something I really wanted to see, but also too the Mexican cartel stuff, the gangster stuff, I thought was actually pretty cool to see the Gatling gun and then see the cops, uh, basically shooting at the, this mannequin that's in the car with the Gatling gun. and th- But is it just me? I picked up some Desperado vibes from this movie. Mm-hmm. With it, that. It, that was that was a brutal scene where just all the cops are just getting shot up by this Gatling gun. But the thing I was most concerned about was the dog was still in the car. And it got yep. shot up. So 
did the big adorable puppy die? Is it's not shown or hint at, but I'm pretty sure the dog's dead. And that makes me really mm-hmm. sad. I just thought of it. No, the dog's actually alive. I think. Oh. I think uh, the dog. Yeah, because I want to say the dog's alive because I think Monroe tells them to take the dog home or something. Oh, oh, well, good. Because if the dog dies. But I- Monroe, it's not a good day for Monroe. No. I was I was sad when he got shot up. I was like, oh, I like him. He was cool. He did have a really corny line that just made me, like, kind of vomit. But What line was, was that, though? It was like when they were just sitting in the car. It was hella quiet. And he's like, you know that feeling you get when you play hide and seek and you're about to get caught? I like making people feel that way. And I was just like, <laughs> did you just say that out loud? You're such a dork for that. <laughs> it was a, it sound, it's like a line that sounds cool on paper, but like when you say it out loud, it just, it sounds too cartoonish. And I was like, what, what? Feels like we're back in the nineties. Yeah. I was like, that, that was too, that was too action movie. You're not Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can't, you can't pull that. Don't, don't do that ever again. I was offended by that. Other now, than that, I like whatever Captain you were Monroe. doing, don't do that again. Yeah. Captain Monroe was really great in this. Uh, was really great. Zach was the uh, name of the the police partner uh, that was shot, and then you know I thought that Zach was a great great character being introduced to him. Uh, but I also like how uh, how we actually have this other character. Like I said, she's an FBI agent. Inside the car is Lieutenant uh, Deza Pig. I think that's how you say her name. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. But they were making uh, jokes that, back that, and forth from Monroe. It's that it's that one dude. Oh 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 the 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 tech lady the tech lady. Yeah, the tech lady. I thought that was really cool to see a woman being doing the technical stuff versus a man doing it. So I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't like how they had her like shoehorn in a bunch of sarcastic jokes during a really intense situation that I was just like, ah, uh, uh, there's the there's the Michael Bay <laughs> has still that right because I can understand if you're a hacker and you're throwing in that lingo and throwing in that stuff, but you're a person that's working tech, technical ops, and you're all doing this uh, chase with the ambulance. Mm-hmm. That does not make sense to me to have that humor in there at that time, either. Now she was a hacker, right? But another thing that I would have to say is this: I liked how Danny calls up his secretary, and I still want to know what the deal was with the flamingos. I yeah. still want to know what. <laughs> Where is our flamingo story? <laughs> Leave the flamingos there. Those are two separate <laughs> events. Do not touch the flamingos. But what about the flamingos? Do not worry about the flamingos, okay? Wait, what I need you to do is I need you to go to where the cartel is. I need you to go ahead and get your paint gun. And I need you to go ahead and do that. And then he also gets Jesus to uh, to steal some... Uh, why is that... No, no, no. He winds up calling Poppy up, and then he gets Jesus to steal the ambulances. Mm. The way it can blend in with the surrounding. Which, it's like Michael Bay stole some stuff from Too Fast, Too Furious and blended it in with ambulance. Yep. He's like, take a little bit of that, take a little bit of that, throw that in there, which sometimes I don't mind. Sometimes it works. I liked it in this movie. The bait and switch. I was like, I, I needed that break. I'm like, they need to get away at some point. But even uh, even the FBI agents like, oh, they're using FBI tactical stuff now with the switch and bait and stuff like that. So even his friends like, and I also like how their friend was trying to talk them down, and he's like, and he I like also too how he talks to Cam, and he, whenever uh, Agent Ason Clark winds up telling him, hey, look, the Will's the weak link. If you want to break somebody, you have to go through Will because Will's going to be the one that ends up making you survive this whole entire thing. If you're going to be able to survive. 
because he's yeah. the only one that's not letting Danny kill her. Mm. So that's I, another thing. Yeah, he, he's he's the one you can get to, and I, I it it, it, it was at this point in the movie where it was like getting harder for me to support Will as a character. It's just like uh, I know I know he's doing it to save his family, and I get it, but it, it's just. I wanted to see a little bit more fight from him, mm-hmm. you know, like make it more like, like Jake Gyllenhaal's character was unhinged enough, but I don't think Will's character was resistant enough. I feel like if you're someone that's in the army, even though now you're a pedestrian, you'll still have some of that stuff in you to the point where you're supposed to be tough. You're not supposed to think of on how a pedestrian is supposed to act or anything. Right. So I would think that he would actually be a lot more tougher, to be honest. But I do like – now, this is another thing that is a very touching to me whenever him and Cam – and, of course, also, too, I want to mention this. He also does, like, a blood transfusion in the uh, in the ambulance as well. Will winds up doing a blood transfusion because he's actually type negative, and therefore he can actually give him a blood transfusion. Everybody. But Cam's in the front seat. They're talking back and forth. I was just like, everyone can get some blood. Right. You get blood. Everybody gets some blood. But, (laughs) but you know what though? Um, this is another, this is something else though, too. Cam and her, him are both talking back and forth. And all of a sudden his phone rings and his wife calls him and he's over there. He's talking to his son and everything. And, but first she winds up saying, so where are you? Oh, I got the job. Oh, you got the job. Next, you know, she's just, you know, thinking Jesus, you know, just being all happy and everything because now everything's going to be taken care of. And then also, too, you see the look on Cam's face where she's like, oh, I misjudged Will. Mm-hmm. In a sense, he's, especially when she brings up the insurance and everything, too, um, but not being able to afford the experimental surgery yeah. for his son. So that that breaks me, to be honest with you. That that part breaks me down to the point where I was actually almost crying with that. But this then movie, I also the liked how she makes the nod at the ambulance. Yeah. The the movie and the she's movie, like, yeah. oh sorry, sorry. I keep I keep interrupting you. Go ahead. No 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 no. Go ahead. Uh, I, I was just saying the the movie kept uh, getting us close to tears. Like I, 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 I was about to cry, but just not quite there. But my eyes did water, did that little, little quiver where they start kind of shaking a little bit. And you're like, no, okay, dry. It's fine. <laughs> but then also too, you also have after that happens, you wind up seeing the paint gun and stuff like that too. And you're like, what the hell? This is green. I didn't ask for a green. I said painted blue. He goes, well, what do you want from me, okay? He goes, you wanted this done in like less than five minutes. I don't have that much time. And they're underneath the bridge. They're following them. And they, he play, paints it lime green, which is something, and like I said, if you're looking for a Grand Theft Auto video game adaptation, this is it. This is pretty much your GTA. <laughs> if you GTA. think about it. One of the best adaptations unintentionally. <laughs> because everything feels like a video game, especially the Flamingo thing that we mentioned, which is like a side thing. And then you also have, uh, then you wind up having, what's that? You wind up having Poppy, who actually owns some type of thing with mannequins and stuff like that, too. So you're not sure what he does. It's like, you're ruining my business. Well, what is your business? Because. Looks like you own dresses, but then you've also had this. So what is your front? Like a, like a, like a formal. It's like a like a formal store for people to get dresses for birthday parties, quinceañeras, proms. Those are always legit right. stores. Right. I, I I miss those days. Getting the nice <laughs> prom suit. Well, pretty soon I'll be getting me a nice tux. So hey. <laughs> so there we go. A nice um, hot pink tux. No. Nah. My fiance would kill me. Does she not like hot pink? Not on me. 
We just got to find a color that works for you, and then we'll get you all that color in a suit. Okay, sounds good to me. But as far as another thing I want to mention is this. I know we mentioned the music, but also like Hotel California in this movie. Yeah. Not, not Hotel California, but uh, the leaves are gray. California Dreaming. California Dreaming. Yeah, it's actually the original song is by the Mamas and Papas, which is a 1950s or 60s band. And they just did a and this is just a cover song of it. But I like the slowed down version of this song. It gives you more of that California flavor to it. And that's yeah. something I really liked about it. But yeah, the music I thought was really good for those two uh, music scenes, to be honest, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah it, it really it, it kind of fits with the situation somehow, even when it slows down. It's just like, nope, for some reason this still works. I'm vibing. I'm vibing right now. <laughs> I but all in that, all oh oh sorry I, I was just gonna say one thing that really made me laugh was just the excessive amounts of explosions and car crashes like the police cars it, they were cracking me up there were multiple scenes where like police cars were coming towards the ambulance and then for no reason at all they just decided to just turn right into walls or pillars or off hills or all that and just and they just blow up and I'm like why did you do that. Or like there will be a cop car right next to the ambulance and then they'll just just like it's time to die now. <laughs> it's just cracking me up. Like, it's like, oh what? Michael Bay told me I need to fall off the cliff at a minute and thirty minute seconds. Okay, got it. Got it. And I was like, oh, 3 a.m. Time to kill myself. Just what <laughs> and just uh, it was, sometimes the action it was just too ridiculous. I'm like, why why did you turn into the wall, dude? Like no wonder no one's catching this ambulance. These cops are not good at driving. Well, there's three things that I, I want to mention, though, with that, too. There's one part where basically they're on the bridge, and you see that, you know, whenever you see a, a giant things of water, you know that there's going to be a cop, some kind of car that's going to crash through it mm-hmm. to make the water just burst. They did that. They also, and I, I like how Will is over there just controlling uh this huge ambulance like it's nothing like it's a nascar yeah which is actually hard to turn and here i'm like i can't even do this in gta if i wanted to yeah. or anything some of the stuff he's doing he can't do that because it's not like a i forgot how many tons it actually weighs but i can promise you this some of the stuff that he has will doing is it wouldn't work i know that i'm there supposed were... to spend disbelief yeah there but were there's that time... one scene Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go, go ahead. Okay. There's this one scene where remember the dead end part where they stop all of a sudden and is all of a sudden the cops just go sliding off the cliff because it's a dead end and then they hurry up and do like a reverse real fast. Yeah. Yeah. I, not, I was like, okay. They they keep saying how difficult it is to drive an ambulance the way in order to like get away from the cops yet they didn't really show how difficult that was. You know, like I would like, if they would have shown him like crashing into the wall a lot or getting stopped, having to like stop or like fix himself real quick to keep going like that would have been fine. But it was just like, I can't do all these types of moves on an ambulance. And then like a second later, he's Tokyo drifting the thing. Uh, it is silly. It's a silly movie. <laughs> it is a silly movie. This I'm not going to tell everybody how it ends, but all I'm going to say is this: it's it's an entertaining film if you just suspend disbelief, turn your brain off for two hours, and you just want some bayham in your life. This movie's for you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going into this thing thinking, "Oh, this is going to be a serious movie with a big good," this is going to be a good plot. You're going to set yourself up for disaster. You're going into a Bayham movie, a Michael Bay movie, or silliness, over-the-top action, and this is as Bayham as you get when you look at an action film. And I like Michael Bay's movie. The only one that I can say that wasn't over-the-top was Pain and Gain, which is a totally different uh, movie that uh, Michael Bay ever made. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see I... Pain and Gain or no? I, I have seen Pain and Gain. 
I remember going to the theaters with my friend to see it, and we walked out of it. <laughs> like, oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I, I we were like, I I just that was the first movie that I ever saw in theaters where I took out my phone and just started playing games. <laughs> on it. Really? Okay. Yeah, I was not. <laughs> I was not into it at all, and I love The Rock. Like he's my all-time favorite celebrity, so I would fight through any movie to see The Rock. But that one, I had to, I had to call it quits. Yeah, I could definitely see why though. The Rock to me was miscast when when you look at that film, especially when he's supposed to be a skateboarder. <laughs> yeah, what can you do? What can you do? Luckily, I didn't feel the same way about Ambulance. <laughs> right. With Ambulance, I knew what I was getting myself into. And, you know, if people know me, I don't like the Transformers movies other than the first Transformer film. I like The Rock. I like... uh, Great actor. What else is there? Yep. Bad Boys 1, Bad Boys 2. Uh, And that's about it. I mean, I like Michael Bay's films. I think that he does a good job with what he wants to do and create. I I applaud him. For them mm. trying to do something different, maybe, but with ambulance, this movie could have been easily an hour and forty minutes long if you cut up yeah. some of the stuff. Yeah, I, I, I really, I had fun with it. I, I, I'll be lying if I said I didn't enjoy it. I, I think this is a genuinely good time. I would rank it a lot higher if it didn't make me feel sick. Like if I hadn't felt sick, if it didn't give me motion sickness, if he just chilled out with the jump cuts, I, I would have ranked this movie a lot higher. But if you have a solid stomach, check it out. It's it, it's it's fun. I I won't be watching it again, but fun time to just sit at the movie theaters, chill out, turn off your brain, like you said, and just watch police cars just blow up for no reason. <laughs> It's like, why are you and also to Yep. Exactly. And then also to watch over-the-top explosions for no reason. And I have to admit, though, too, it was too much of a cookie cutter on how they cookie cut some of the scenes the way they mm-hmm. did, the way Michael Bay did. But it wouldn't be Michael Bay if they didn't. Yeah. Um, also, too, I want to mention this, though, too. They even had this one guy who was actually part of the first team, the team at the very beginning. And Jake Gyllenhaal gives, uh, names him Mel Gibson. Oh, because he, uh, that's right. And a Braveheart. He looks like a Braveheart. <laughs> I was like, ah, that is it. He was like, ah, I love yeah, that Danny, movie. You like Braveheart? <laughs> I'm like, that is great a movie, great, great movie. movie. Fantastic. Braveheart is a great movie. It is. It definitely is. And then I also like how uh, the other thing that's working for me, whenever I say he has great confidence when we're introduced to Danny, is this. Now, this part makes me laugh. He's eating, he's like, here, have the here's, here's some cappuccino, double espresso. Have some of that. That's good coffee right there. I promise you, you're going to love it. You're going to love this coffee, dude. I will. Just, and Will doesn't care. He just wants money. He just wants to get in and get out, and that's it. And, and I like how he just downs the He goes, that's good, huh? He goes, yeah, Danny, it's really good. Look, I I need some money. <laughs> I, I need money. That's that's an uncomfortable conversation to have on either end. Someone asking you right. for money or having to ask someone for money. That's, that's just... Uh, it definitely is. But uh, as far as this movie goes, I enjoyed it. Great, uh, It has some great action sequences. Cars exploding for no reason. Cop cars running off the cliff for no reason. Over-the-top action sequences with the ambulance drivers. But, um, well, with the uh, ambulance uh, EMT car and everything, too. But here's the thing, though, too. I just want to point this out. I think that the girl, the actress uh, that played Cam, Lisa Gonzalez, I just want to say this. I'm glad Michael Bay didn't over-sexualize her character. Yeah, because I've seen oversexualization when it comes to down to Michael Bay's films, where they're basically one-dimensional to the point where all they're there is for sex appeal, yeah. and that's it. They're not there to serve the purpose, not serve the narrative of the film. This one, 
He did it right. He gave her something to do. She was there for the whole entire ride of this movie. She carried her own movie. And I also want to say this uh, to the EMTs and also the people who thank you for your service on what you do. Because I know I don't have the stomach to do what you guys do Mm. on a day-to-day basis. And also to try to keep a level and calm head whenever you're dealing with car accidents and stuff like that. I commend you guys for what you do. I have a new respect for and I always respected them, but seeing the reality of what they have to go through. Yeah. And everything, you know, uh, also too, she, her, her character also had me crying a little bit, especially with the end, the way it ends, but I'm not going to go into spoiler de- details with this, with the ending, no even though we yet. basically, <laughs> well, it's kind of spoilerish on some of the stuff no that we gave spoilers out. Spoilers except the end. Right. So, but you guys have to see this for yourselves so, so the way you can see what we're describing. Because all you're getting is works. You need to see it in this whole context if you want to see this film. Mm-hmm. But what's your final thoughts on it? Final thoughts, I say go check it out. It's it's fun it's fun time with movies. Won't be you'll leave the theater with your heart pumping, you'll feel happy by the end of it. It's not a not a cinematic masterpiece by any means, not gonna win any awards, but it's fun. Go have fun. Watch Ambulance. And it's there to kick off the summer summer blockbuster, if you think yeah. about it. So, there's that. So, Alex, thank you for joining me. I do appreciate you reaching out to me for this because I wanted to commute. Here's the thing. I want to have a conversation with somebody that's seen Ambulance, so I'm glad that you reached out to me yeah, for this. Gosh, thank, thank you for having me, as always. You're welcome. But you're also my co-host, too. So, there's that. I'll, I'll be here anyway. <laughs> exactly so anyways alex when you're not here uh where can everybody follow you on your social medias on your youtube channel that you do an awesome job on where can people follow you at thank you uh yeah you guys can find me on my youtube channel at a town reviews and you can also find me on twitter or instagram at a town alex three post a lot of content on there too mostly just pictures of me and my crop top so come check it out and i look forward to speaking with y'all of you and you can also find him on our Movie Lovers After Dark. You can also get autographed pictures that we're giving away for $5. And it's all going to be on our OnlyFans page. I'm just kidding. We're not doing it OnlyFans. But anyways. Yes. Yes. Yet. But anyways, guys, if you want. <laughs> right. Because you're just at a photo shoot not too long ago. And your wife said that they look fantastic. So there you go. So, it's been uh, wife approved. <laughs> I can prove that's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. We'll put we'll right. put it on the merch site, <laughs> right? Uh, so, anyways, guys, when you want a PG-13 version of our show and where, where where you can find us at, you can go and have follow me at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Tonight over there on Instagram and on Pinterest and on Facebook as well underneath that same brand name. Of course, if you want an audio only podcast episode and many episodes that we do here, you get that on Google, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Uh, where all major podcasts are at. So go on ahead and check that out. Also, too, rate individual episodes on Good Pods as well. That have, and get this, you can even co- contact us and chat with us, though, too, about what you liked about certain, the certain review. Do you want us to review a certain movie or whatever? Go on ahead leave us a message also, too, on Good Pods. Also, too, reach out to me at MovieLoversUnite at gmail.com if you want to be on the show or if you're a sponsor, if you want us to cover a certain topic. Also, too, go on ahead and smash that like button, smash that subscribe button, comment below, and like I said, smash that bell on the bottom right-hand corner to allow you guys to know when we have something new here at Movie Lovers Night. If you want to donate to the show, all you have to do is go ahead, show us some love by donating 5 to $10 by going over to buyusacoffee.com forward slash movie lovers. That's how you can donate 5 to $10 over there. But I understand the pandemic and everything else has probably put holes in people's pockets, but that's why the like the subscribe and that notification button is there so you can subscribe and also show us some support. Then, of course, if you want to go ahead and show us some more support by going to my Twitter page by going to Movie Lovers Unit, <clears throat> then of course, you guys can also follow me underneath Movie Lovers Unit Zero on TikTok. And then, of course, that's everywhere that you guys can go on ahead and follow me at. Monday night, I'm not sure what we're doing just yet. I still have some plans probably for a Monday show. I just have to get some details later on. So 
go on ahead, follow us on social medias and all that stuff to get more information later on. So always until next time, guys, thank you so much, Alex, for joining me once again. And everyone, have a great and safe night. And remember, do not use a hair clip whenever you have a busted artery. Oh.